what's going on all my Spotify members, Spotcast members, my Breaker members, anybody else out there, my Apple podcasters. Seen you guys. Seen you guys in my analytics. <coughs> Bless me. So yeah. Um, see Jizzle and the Whizzle back for episode 2 of the Keto Diet. And again, I didn't, I mean, I've heard people talk about it and everything, but I never really thought that it was a diet for me. I actually thought about being on a high-protein and a high-carb diet so I can get all my energy that I need and, you know, get the proteins that I need as well. Um, but I think it's, I think I need to look at it another way. I think I need to turn the table around and, and start eating a different way because this just isn't working out, you know. Um, a lot of shit out there has trans fats in it. Like cookies, fast food, uh, fries, and it really increases the amount of LDL cholesterol. And it reduces the amount of HDL, which is bad. I mean, that's, LDL is bad, so you don't want LDL, and it makes, it increases it, so, and also, trans fats create inflammation, and it's linked to heart disease, and strokes, and diabetes, and they contribute to insulin resistance, uh, even small amounts of trans fats, like, uh, for example, every 2% of calories trans fat consumed daily the risk of heart disease goes up by 23% just for that you know not including all the stress and if you smoke cigarettes you know that can cause even a higher risk for heart disease so um, Saturated fats, they're kind of in between. They're not really good for you, but they're not bad for you, you know. A lot of meats, like uh, bacon grease, for example, when it cools, uh, it's, a, it's a solid whenever it cools. But whenever it's heated up, it's a liquid. So it's a saturated fat. Um, anywho... Uh, saturated fats is weird because it refers to the number of hydrogen atoms that surround each carbon atom. So the chain of carbon atoms hold as many hydrogen atoms as they can. And that's why it's saturated with hydrogens. Um, there's a lot of different baked goods and stuff out there that are prepared uh, that's a saturated fat. Coconut oil is a saturated fat. Whole milk is a saturated fat. Cheeses, but you know, you still need some saturated fats in your diet. But monosaturated fats, monounsaturated fats, are like olive oil, 
avocados, nuts, sunflower seeds. Um, and the main focus of this was back in the 60s when they were doing the seven country study. Just get on Google and type in seven country study. It'll pull it right up. And it revealed that the people in Greece and other parts over there in the Mediterranean area had a low heart disease rate. Even though they had a high fat diet, they had low heart disease. Um, but the main fat that they ate was not animal fats that were saturated fats like we do over here. It was olive oil, which is mainly a monounsaturated fat. Um, so, I mean, it, it's really cool to sit here and really research this shit, but a polyunsaturated fat has two or more double bonds in its carbon chain. Two or more double bonds. Poly means more than one, mono means one. So, there's a difference between monounsaturated and polyunsaturated. Poly means many different uh, chain bonds, carbon bonds, uh, and, you know, mono means only one. Um, it's crazy though, you know, I mean, when you sit here and, and research all this shit, it all makes sense. Tells you to take in more fish, more seafood, more vegetables and beans and nuts. And that's all healthy eating to me. You know, you can eat as much spinach and kale as you want almost. Um, but I think I'm going to give it a try. I mean, I know it... it um, a lot of people that are on keto diets consume a lot of different meats, steaks, and stuff like that. And I'm not against that. I actually like eating steak, but in order, you know, I'm going to just give it a try on what I've been wanting to do, and that's to start eating more vegetables uh, and eating a little bit more meat, but. I'm really weird when it comes to meat, you know, I don't eat hot dogs, I don't eat any kind of organ meat because it gives you the chance of getting intestinal cancer and shit like that, it's really not healthy, and adults that give their kids hot dogs for lunch, I just cringe every time, now don't get me wrong, I might have a hot dog on the grill or something. But I don't eat regular chicken, beef, pork, hot dogs. I eat the beef kosher style hot dogs. And even then, they tear me up. You know, I always end up with heartburn or gas or bloating. My body just doesn't like hot dogs. But I can eat a steak or chicken, which I don't really like chicken. Chicken's kind of a dirty animal, but... 
I was buying uh, cage-free chicken, and I don't know, I felt a little healthier, <laughs> let's put it that way. Um, but I mainly eat just bacon, steak, pork chops. I love a good pork chop. And I eat a lot of beef, like beef brisket, uh, beef tips, beef steaks. I don't eat pork steaks. Um, but I'm really weird about my meat, you know, and I like to buy mine fresh. I don't like freezing it and then thawing it out. It just loses its taste and takes forever to thaw it out and it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it ends up getting freezer burnt. So I want to start shopping for the week. And that's originally what I kind of had in mind anyways. I'm, I'm an indecisive person, so shopping for a whole week is still hard for me to do, but shopping for two weeks or people that go and shop for the whole month is just crazy. I could never do that. I'd be in the store for six hours. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I think when you go to the store weekly, you can buy fresh, you know, fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, fresh cuts of meat, and you don't have to freeze it. Or if you do freeze it, it's only for a couple days, and then you know, it's a lot different than having it in the freezer for three months. Which, believe me, my mom had a deep freezer, and yeah, she had meat in there for a whole year. <laughs> But I like food. You know, I like fresh, healthy food. And I haven't really been able to cook a lot of it here lately because, like I said, it's really time-consuming to do the prep work, to take the time to actually stand there and cook it. Um, but I think eating simple, smaller meals like that, maybe I can grill up a few chicken breasts and have couple of them one night and maybe one the next day for for lunch you know have it with some kale or some spinach have like a little spinach salad with it I need to start eating better you know I keep telling myself that but I also keep saying I'm gonna quit smoking cigarettes and it's just coming down to the point where I just need to fucking do it and it's I'm going to have to cut back on drinking beer as well. Like tonight, I'm sitting here, I'm enjoying these rolling rocks. It's just, it's literally one of the best times of the day. <laughs> to just come back home and drink a beer and make a podcast. Now, I don't know how many carbs this beer has in it. But I think each one has like 9 grams of carbs something like that so if I hadn't had really any carbs all day and I haven't had really any complex carbs like fruits you know some some out there like peaches bananas those are really complex carbs it takes your body a while to break those down you know so people with blood sugar problems when they want to keep their blood sugar nice and even throughout the night they'll eat like some peaches or some oranges or oranges aren't really that good 
for blood sugar, but eating like some canned peaches or some fruit cocktail with the syrup, you know, that really seems to hold their blood sugar overnight. I knew a guy that was a diabetic, he was taking insulin, and he still had his blood sugar problems where he would eat all this sugar before bed to try and keep his blood sugar high. But he was eating like candy bars and drinking soda. It made his blood sugar spike really high, but then it dropped really quick, really fast. And he would wake up with his blood sugar really, really low. So I kind of learned from other people that have had diabetes and my coworker Phil who's a vegetarian I think he's a diabetic I'm pretty sure he is that's whenever he stopped eating meat was whenever he became a diabetic and he had heart problems and had to have stents put in and a whole bunch of shit people who eat animal fats their risk for heart disease goes up And like I said, with smoking cigarettes, it's stress on top of that. And I haven't had a vacation in 10 years. So they say if you don't have a vacation every year, that your risk for a heart attack goes up 30%. So I mean, I should be technically dead already. <laughs> Honestly. 30% every year. That's just crazy. It's like 300%. Yeah. On top of, like I said, all the stress and the cigarettes that I smoke and don't eat right to begin with. I've been dealing with some really bad hormone problems and shit lately. Like I said, I can't get the energy up to even get out of bed. I'll sleep for 8 to 10 hours and still be tired. And when I get home, I'm just, my body is worn out and I'm beat up, but I can't get to sleep. You know, so. Oh. Uh. Lord. Something needs to give, something needs to change. And I think the first thing that needs to change is, is the way that I eat. And I need to stop giving in to myself when I go to the store and saying, Oh, this looks good. You know. Pretty much anything that has carbs in it, which is anything that's packaged in the freezer section, is going to be nothing but carbs. So, it's going to be really, really hard for me. It's going to be really difficult to shift my mind frame from buying prepackaged shit and canned bullshit, you know, to buying fresh shit every single day or every week. And then, like I said, I got to come home, got to oil up the pan, pop it in the skillet, let it cook. Gotta make all my sides with it that I'm gonna make. 
So, but I love food, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And if I'm going to start eating healthy, I want to eat good, healthy food. And I've always thought that a high-protein diet was where it was at, a high-fat diet. There's a difference between a high-protein and a high-fat diet. Because you can be on a high-protein diet and not have hardly any fats, you know. You could be a vegan and not take in any animal fats and still be on a high-protein diet. So, I've been trying to get little tips and tricks, secrets from my coworker Phil. I asked him one day, you know, what do you snack on? when you're at home what do you eat you know what would you what would you call dinner you know and he's like well all kinds of stuff he said that he uh sorry there was a bug on me <laughs> I'm trying to find out where it is I guess it's I guess it's off the bed anywho he's like yeah I uh today I made some pancakes with some some what do you call pure wheat flour or something like high wheat flour what he makes his pancakes with which is high in fiber of course but he says he also adds uh, sometimes a lot of chocolate chips in with it but he uses flaxseed in it he'll mix in some flaxseed in with his pancakes um, or maybe he'll put bananas, like little slices of bananas in his pancakes, which is, again, when you're on a keto diet, you can't really do that. <laughs> you gotta stay away from carbs. So, I mean, even that wheat flour mix that he's making pancakes with, it's probably got some carbs in it. So, eating things like meat, and beans and uh, different leafy greens and a lot of salads snacking on nuts and popcorn and shit that's about what my diet's gonna consist of and no beer throughout the week except for like one or two days a week so It's going to be a change for the better because I'm going to slow down on drinking and uh, start eating better. So you can't have one without the while you're having the other. You can't continue to drink while you're on a keto diet. I mean, I guess it really just depends. If you're just going to have one beer, you know, or two beers three days out of the week, that might be fine. If you haven't had any carbs all day, then 
but really that's about it you shouldn't be drinking any more than like three beers <laughs> so it's going to be a very strict diet so I'm not really ready for it but I kind of am I've already got bags of pistachios here tonight to snack on um, I did kind of cheat a little bit and I've got a couple cans of beef ravioli that I'm going to eat tonight one of the last two raws literally there was nowhere open there was nothing better to eat so you can't really eat healthy at a gas station I'll just tell you that so I got two cans of ravioli and a burger in there it's some bacon cheeseburger I don't know it's gonna probably be good but it's gonna be unhealthy for me so but it's really kind of the only thing I've eaten all day so even though it's got fats and stuff in it I haven't had any all day so it's not gonna really matter I guess <laughs> you can have some saturated fats you know Tastes so good. So good. Just like I said, sitting here, relaxing, smoking, and drinking right before I'm about to shove my face. <laughs> it's always the best time of the night. Honestly, uh, when I get done making podcasts and live videos and shit, I'm probably going to uh, watch some DVDs, probably some Rick and Morty or some Tom and Jerry. I don't know. I like watching cartoons before I go to sleep, so it's kind of like my new hobby. <laughs> I'm trying to buy more box sets of vintage cartoons and stuff that you won't be able to find. Like the Jetsons and, you know, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Uh, all the Cartoon Network cartoons that came on. I'm really trying to start my collection on that. So, I also like a lot of the Adult Swim content, like Rick and Morty, uh, uh, Robot Chicken, uh... Venture Brothers, you know. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them out there. So, yeah. Um, I'm just going to start eating different. I'm going to try it. See if it works. You know, you don't know if you don't try. I've never tried a keto diet, so... Sounds good. Sounds like it'll benefit. But if not, then whatever it's got to be a lot more healthier than what I'm eating now so 
So I'm going to do that. I'm going to start eating better and uh, start living life better. Start living it to the fullest. I kind of got that closure that I needed from talking to my father uh, about a week ago or so. I already kind of didn't really care about talking to him. You know, I, I planned on not talking to him the rest of his life, but something kind of kept telling me to at least give him another chance, at least give him a chance to apologize and put all this shit behind us, you know. And he wants to hold on to shit and hold grudges about shit that doesn't even matter, you know, so... I gave him the opportunity to move forward. You know, I was the bigger man. I was the one that got a hold of him to begin with. But if somebody's not ready to change or if somebody's not ready to grow, they're not going to, and you're not going to make them. So you can't force somebody to change. If they're a dirtbag, they're just going to be a dirtbag. You know, I mean... And now I can rest in peace, like I said before, and, uh, you know, I don't have anything, any unfinished business, so, but, life's been pretty, I mean, I've been trying to get out more and do things, and, uh, made a couple more friends to hang out with and talk to and smoke with and uh so summertime is just great right now sun is shining even though it's been hot as hell lately i mean i've been a 10 or 15 minute bike ride to work and it's like hell you know sweating within the first five minutes probably <laughs> out of breath, my heart's racing by the time I get to work. Ugh. It's really something when you ride your bike in 90 degree plus weather. I almost kind of forgot about how hot it really gets. <laughs> but, um, anywho. Yeah, it's been really hot lately and everything, but summer... It's gotten off to such a good start. Everything's opening back up. I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to see that there's concerts going on and stuff again. I have seen some businesses that say, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in here. And I think that's against the law. But either way, um, there's been people that have been getting fake vaccine cards that they just buy off of people and uh, so you don't really know if they really do honestly and pretty much it should be up to the people you know it, it goes like this you know if you're not going to get the vaccine and you end up contracting it and possibly dying then that's your own fault for not getting the vaccine you know but businesses should 
not be telling them that they can't come in there because the people that are vaccinated don't have to worry about anything. The only people that have to worry about it are the people that are going to catch it. You know, and again, if you're stupid enough to put yourself out in harm's way and not get a vaccine for it, then it's you have to deal with the consequences, you know. So it shouldn't be up to the businesses around here to decide that. So anywho been certain airlines that say oh you can't you can't fly in a public airport unless you have your vaccination card <laughs> you can't do this you can't do that I've seen it all over the internet it's crazy meanwhile in places like Texas they've been protesting masks and shit ever since this whole thing started like they're one of the most uh, free states that there is. I thought about moving to Texas. <sighs> Some parts of Texas are really beautiful. They got the highlands and the plains and uh, the desert, you know. Uh, a lot of different landscapes in Texas. You got cornfields and shit just like you do in Illinois. <laughs> but Texas game wardens get paid a lot of money. And there's a lot of different cities in Texas to visit. You can go to Austin, San Antonio, you know, uh, What's the one down by the border? Not Brownsville, but El Paso. I do believe. I don't know. But there's a lot of places. Laredo, Texas, you know. Um, and then down by like Abilene, Texas, I've heard is a really beautiful place too. I don't know. Then you got Corpus Christi, which is right on the right on the water. You know, there's so many different uh, ecosystems inside of Texas. You got wild boars and snakes and fish, all kinds of shit. It's a really diverse state. It's got a really diverse eco system you know it has a lot of different cultures too not just Spanish and white people but I've always wanted to go to Dallas and Houston and Austin and I've heard that Austin is like the art center of Texas a lot of nightlife in Austin I don't know. For some reason, my whole life, I've just never went there. We never took vacations there. I always thought of it as like Tornado Alley. <laughs> but it can be a beautiful place, honestly. 
really thought about Texas. I thought about Nevada. I thought about Arizona. I even thought about being uh, a resident of California just because I want to be a game warden in California. But you can still be a California resident and have a California ID and have property in Arizona and live across the border in Arizona. So nothing says that you can't do that. So you got to be an in-state resident, but it doesn't say that you have to live in that state while being a game warden. I could drive 30 minutes across the border and, you know, cross into the other uh, state and go to work every day. And then even if you do become a game warden in high taxed areas like in California, the cost of living is so high, they actually give you an allowance every month to battle that, to kind of even it out. So you get a monthly stipend for rent um, or if you have uh, more schooling the more schooling you have the more you get paid the more years you have in there the more you get paid if you know more than one language you get paid for every other language that you know they give you like a lot of different incentives when you're a game warden not just the retirement benefits and the medical benefits you're basically a state police officer you know so it's gonna be really hard for me to quit smoking weed but it's gonna be worth it in the long run if I can make 60 grand a year going around checking people's fishing license and checking to see if they got guns and shit and if they're loaded or unloaded if that's all I gotta do to make 60 grand a year dude um, and have fucking death benefits and medical benefits I'm all in all I gotta do is go back to school and get two years and a degree and go through the nine month cadet course which that's gonna kinda suck I was thinking about that one day, I was like, yeah, we're going to have to get pepper sprayed, possibly tased, in order to move on, you know, you got to get pepper sprayed and shit, and I don't like that. I have a lot of breathing problems and shit, sinus problems as it is, and I might even be allergic to pepper spray, I don't know. But I can just see something happening. <laughs> I don't know. Just doesn't seem right. I wonder how many people that have tried to get in to be a police officer that got pepper sprayed and died. Like, what if they had a really bad allergic reaction and their throat swelled up and they couldn't breathe or whatever? I'm sure that's a thing. I'm sure that's possible. You know, it, it should be against the law to spray chemicals on somebody 
for that reason. You don't know if they're allergic to, you know. And then I've seen a lot of videos and nine times out of ten they tell you you don't want to put any water on your face because it'll just run down into your eyes and it'll make it worse. So you pretty much got to sit there and endure it until later and then you can try and wash it off with soap and shit later but yeah it's not fun being pepper sprayed it can burn your skin and all kinds of stuff there was a video of an officer that pepper sprayed somebody who was in the military because he wouldn't get out of his car and literally when I watched that video he didn't do anything wrong Honestly, he had his hands out the window. He had a canine dog in the back that was a military dog. And he had a seat belt on too. You know, so while he's pepper sprayed this soldier in the face, he tries to rip him out of the car and his seat belt's still on. And then whenever he gets out of the car, he says, well, you could have just avoided all this. If you would have just got out of the car. No, that's that's not the way it works, you know. <clears throat> state police or state law does not supersede federal law. I've said this many times. A state law cannot trump a federal law. And a federal law cannot trump a state law. So, if there's a federal law that says you can't do this, and then my state says yes you can, the federal government can't come after me for it because the state said it was okay. So, people that were smoking weed, Colorado and the state said, oh, it's fine. The federal government never went in and busted them for it, you know. for a good reason and it's the other way around too you know I mean the state can't make up laws that for example if the state made a law that said you have no freedom of speech well the federal government says I do so same thing with gun laws it says you have the right to bear arms well if the state says you don't have the right to bear arms and you go to court over it and you take it to a Supreme Court, you have the right to bear arms federally. And it does not say you have the right to bear arms if you register it or if you pay a $20 fee to get a FOID card. It doesn't say that you have the right to bear arms if you get an identification card. No, it doesn't say that. So, if you have a gun in your house, you're allowed to have a gun in your house to protect your household no matter if it's registered to you or not you have the right to bear arms regardless if it's registered or not I know a lot of these people out there they think oh it's that's bullshit blah 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 it's the truth so if I was to get caught with a gun right now in my apartment if I was which I don't own any guns right now at the moment, but 
I've been really thinking about getting one lately. But if I was to have a rifle or something in here and they come in and try and take it from me because it's not registered, no, you can't charge me with owning a gun that I have the right to own. I bought it with my own money. It's in my house, which is my property. And I haven't murdered anybody with it. So, <laughs> there was actually a, a woman that fought a court case with those same principles. They tried going into her house and seizing the gun that she had and saying that she was uh, breaking so many laws. Well, it ended up going to a federal court. And um, the state court wanted to dismiss it because whenever it went to a federal court, they pretty much have to dismiss it to go to a federal court. And then when it went to federal court, they threw it back to the state court. You know, they said it was like a conflict of interest. They didn't want anything to do with the case. And pretty much whatever they ruled, state, whatever the state government ruled was going to stand. So, pretty much, since they dropped the case, whatever they ruled was going to stand. So, they, they couldn't press charges on her after it was dropped from the federal court. So, now if they would have convicted her guilty or, you know, was trying to put charges on her that she was guilty of it and didn't dismiss this case, then maybe it would be... A whole new story, but they probably seized that gun and she never got it back. You know, they took her property, they went into her house, took her property, which is her gun, and never gave it back to her. That's illegal. That's a legal search and seizure. So, no matter which way you look at it, you know. Sugarcoating a turd isn't going to change it. it. It's still going to be a turd. So, anywho, got a lot of people out there that are, uh, you know, they hate guns and, oh, we need to change the gun laws. And no, we don't need to change the gun laws. We need to change the laws against people that are committing heinous crimes against people. That way it will prevent them from wanting to do it to begin with. It's not guns that kill people, it's people that kill people. So if we start making an example out of people, then maybe people will stop doing it. Instead of getting life in prison, we're just going to start hanging you, you know. It costs a lot less money. We don't have to continue to feed you for 25 years on death row. And uh, it's quick, you know, it's right to the point. If we know 100% that you committed the crime and you killed somebody or you did something really screwed up, then you're going straight to the, to the hangman's noose, you know, I mean, that's the way it should be. And it should be put on live television 
so everybody can see it. So, back in the old days they used to do that, but they also used to like boil people alive and put them in a hot vat of oil or, you know, whatever. And they didn't just get it boiling hot and then drop them in. Sometimes they made them sit inside of it and wait for it to start boiling. It's a really slow, gruesome, painful death. But um, it was really effective. You know, it, it stopped people from doing that stuff. So over in Africa, they still burn people and hang people and all kinds of shit. need to change the way that I'm living. I think a lot of Americans out there need to change the way that they're living, the way that they're thinking. Um, and it's hard for people to think about what they do to other people in society when they're too busy focused on themselves because they're selfish and disrespectful and don't care. So. Today, a customer had said something about um, being nice. I said, oh no, we can't, can't be nice, you know. There's no such thing as that nowadays. <laughs> and the customer that was in my line kind of chuckled. And I said, no, seriously. There's nobody that's nice nowadays. You look around. How many people have you met today that were nice? How many people did you meet today that were assholes, you know? And then I said, being nice is rare as hell to get somebody that's nice nowadays. It's almost like chivalry, you know? Chivalry is almost dead too. And then that's whenever the, my customer butted in and said, no, chivalry is not dead yet. And I said, well, <laughs> it's really, really close. Just like people that are nice. So, there's no reason for them to be nice. There's no reason for people to hold the door for you and be chivalrous either, you know. So, the only thing that you get out of being chivalrous and holding the door for people and being nice is self-gratification. It makes you feel good as a person helping somebody else out, right? But people are so selfish nowadays, they don't care. They don't want self-gratification. They want to feel better by being selfish, by being the complete opposite. They just want to think about themselves and think about themselves and that's the true downfall of nice people and chivalry. So, <laughs> since the beginning of time, you know, when people went on dates, it used to be that the guy would 
take the female home and he would uh, make sure she made it in the door before he pulled off, you know. Not nowadays. <laughs> People don't really give a shit nowadays. They just want to fuck them, have kids with them that they can't take care of, and then uh, leave them for the next person to worry about, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That's what's wrong with today's society, in a nutshell. I know somebody right now that's got like three babies' moms and five kids and what the hell? <laughs> he can't even take care of himself. It's crazy. <sighs> That's crazy. Man, this weed tastes so good. I gotta go piss and grab another beer, so hold on. But yeah, anyways, I just had to go grab another beer and take a piss. I've only got like 10 minutes left or less on this podcast, and I don't think I'm going to make another one, so, but I'm going to finish this one out. So, like I said, the conclusion that we have to draw here is I need to start eating different. I need to try to stop smoking cigarettes, but I need to cut back on my beer. I have to try this keto diet, so... And I'm really excited for fair time coming up, even though I'm probably not going to go. But just having it in tune, since we didn't last year, just the smell and the atmosphere, I don't know. It's just something I always like. First night's free, so I mean, I might go the first night, but Fourth of July is coming up. I'm really excited for that. I'm probably going to buy some fireworks locally if I can find some good ones. And I'm really excited because my birthday's coming up, and I've got the 29th all the way up to the 5th off. And I'm probably going to spend it over at my mom's. I don't know. I probably will. That way I can spend it with her. You know, I can grill out and light off fireworks and just hang out for like a whole week. I don't know. It's always good to go back home to me. You would have thought that I would have had enough of that. This last week. <sighs> but. I don't know man. This apartment that I live in. It really doesn't feel like home. Stuck over here by the ghetto. and I don't know. Nobody really lives over here. I live almost downtown. So. A lot of people live on the north side, or the west side, or the east side, but nobody lives downtown. 
only thing good about downtown right now is if I wanted to walk downtown right now and take a little stroll down past Abe Lincoln's home or to the Capitol or whatever, there's it's a nice little scenery, it's a nice little atmosphere, nice little area. So I haven't done that yet and I've been really wanting to just take a little stroll. The last time I went out and sat down there by the old historic Abe Lincoln's neighborhood sat out on a bench and I drank a couple beers and I mean I wasn't plastered but I was feeling pretty good and it, it was kind of like a step back in time you know how did they used to live you know kind of made me wonder they didn't have any iPhones back then <laughs> internet they did their chores, you know, or worked on the farm, and then they probably went to sleep at like 9 o'clock to wake up at like 6 in the morning. It really makes me wonder about how they lived back then. And I've been to New Salem, and I've seen how they churn butter and all that kind of crap, but still, all the little things you don't really think about. Turn it on your light, you know, when you come into your house. It's a comfort. It's a luxury. They didn't have that back then. They sure as hell didn't have window air conditioning units back then. <sighs> It'd be terrible if they didn't, because... I mean, I guess it wouldn't be too unbearable if there was a fan of some sort, but even back then, they didn't have box fans and shit, so really rough time back then they probably didn't even have hand soap you know you couldn't go to the store and just buy a thing and dial soap you know they had to make their own soap they made their own liquor and alcohol they made their own food they made their own medicines out of a lot of different shit and if they needed the doctor, I mean, if they were dying, then the doctor would come to their house, you know. There wasn't a hospital to go to. Times were different back then. They used to give methamphetamines to people because they thought it was a drug. Yeah, cocaine was also put in a lot of different syrups and medicines and oxycotton I do believe was or um, morphine was uh, around back then so it's crazy it's really crazy there's a lot of things that they believed back then that were medical cures or and if you had cancer or whatever, I mean, they still can't really do anything for cancer nowadays, but if you were deathly ill, like if you had AIDS or hepatitis or anything like that, they didn't know anything about that. And even back in Abe Lincoln's day, they didn't really know anything about measles or mumps or none of that. You got a fever... You laid in your bed and you, you basically died. 
doctor tried to make you as comfortable as you can on your way out, and that's generally how it happened. That's why you see a lot of kids and stuff buried 8 years old, 12 years old, because they died from a sickness. You know, they didn't have any medicines back then. So, it's a really crazy time to think about. Until you can actually sit there and get kind of tipsy, maybe smoke a little bit of weed and sit there and actually put yourself into that time. You know, it, I, I still probably don't even really have a clue. But if you don't do what I just said, and you don't take the time to actually soak it all up, then you have no idea. You have no idea what it was like to live in those days. Just like all these black people going around talking about how it was so terrible to be a slave and their family were slaves and blah, blah, blah. You have no idea what it's like to be a slave. You never lived in that time frame. Your parents never lived in that time frame. Your grandparents might not have even lived in that time frame. But to come out and, you know, criticize or judge how, you know, you didn't live in that time. Just like there's a lot of people that died in the Holocaust, a lot of Jews. You don't see a Jewish history month, you know. You don't see Jews still criticizing Germans and shit for what they did. It's crazy. Anywho. I'm at the 58 minute mark. So. I better go ahead and end this live video here. Well, I said live video. I mean, podcast. Here. And still making Facebook lives here and there. Been trying to kind of stay away from them, but... I don't know. I like making live videos. People can actually see what I'm up to. and But, uh... Trying to still stay on this podcast shit. So... Anywho. I'm getting to the 58 and a half minute mark. So... Like I said, I would make another one, but I just don't think I have enough content tonight, and I think I need to start winding down a little bit, so. It was real. It was fun. But until the next one, it wasn't real fun. So, see Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle signing off.